Good morning. Or should I say, bad morning. Because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. And I'm just so upset. So upset. That we live in this backwards mirror world. Where everything is just completely reversed. I guess I should explain that. What I mean by backwards mirror world. It's just like... Everything, man. Everything. <laughs> it's it's so overwhelming. And I'm, I'm so tired of having to justify things in such convoluted ways. Saying, oh yeah, yeah, this is totally for the good. This is teaching me a lesson. This isn't a bad thing. It's just another way to teach me a special lesson. It's the universe's way, life's way, God's way of showing me what I need to see. And I'm just fucking tired of that bullshit. Why can't things be straightforward? You know what? I'll start with education. Because that's what's upset me the most in my life. Why can't I go to university and get an education? Why can't I learn straightforward things in university? I went there for engineering. I want to learn how to become an engineer. My experience at the university? Completely the opposite. I did not learn how to be an engineer. In fact, I feel like the university taught me, untaught me engineering. And they taught me something else. They taught me how to be a robot, how to spew formulas, how to be obedient, how to listen, how to do things by their rules. Fuck, fuck free thought. Fuck that shit. You don't need free thought, Chris. You don't need critical thinking. Just follow our formulas. Do as you're told. Be obedient. Be a good little boy. Just like in elementary school. Just like in high school. Just like all of education, except now it's amplified to the highest degree in university. It's just such garbage. Such garbage. I don't want to grow up. I want to keep that same childhood, that same curiosity, that same creativity, and add more to it. I don't want to give that up. I don't want to say, well, you know, growing up is giving up childhood and moving on to something new and better. No. To me, growing up is adding more to that childhood brilliance. Adding, you know, that teenage rebellion. Adding young adult independence and, and freedom. And then, I don't know, I'm kind of moving into or out of my young adult phase. So adding, like, responsibility of an older adult, adult in their late 20s. Adding instead of subtracting. It's so screwed up because I went to school and I felt like I lost things there. I lost some hope for humanity. I lost some trust for the teachers who are such hypocrites, who don't teach what they preach, or who don't practice what they preach. They just teach because they're told to teach by the university. They went through the same system I went through, had to swallow hard pills and say, ah, if I just do this one more thing, maybe on the next step I'll get that freedom and, 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 and excitement I was looking for. Instead, nope. Just be obedient. Do as we say. You have to teach 20 hours a week. You've got to do research another 20 hours a week if you want to work for our university. You have to think like we do. Ah, if you question our methods, you're out. Get the fuck out. You fail or you're fired. <laughs> so to get your tenure, to get your stability that you're so desperately searching for, you've got to conform. 
You've got to be obedient. You've got to do exactly as we tell you, or else you're out. You don't belong here. And so the professors don't like their jobs. In fact, many of them, <laughs> I could tell, seemed like they hated their jobs. So they were shit professors, garbage professors. They couldn't teach for their lives. And it pisses me off. It pisses me off that I have to go through university and in this convoluted backwards way, learn the lesson that Jesus university is broken. <laughs> That's the lesson I learned in university. That university is a scam. They're just there to get your money. They treat you like you're a cog in the machine. They're training you to be an obedient worker. I would call it a slave to money. And we just progress out of, you know, fighting each other for good grades, competing for good grades to fighting each other for money, competing for money, divide and conquer style. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't want to live in a world like this. Oh, man, that's just one of our institutions that programs us and lies to us. Like our whole culture is just full of these systematic, programmatic lies. Everything. Everything. Our police. Our police don't protect citizens. In fact, police probably break the most amount of laws out of anybody. They're always, always beating on people, always stopping people illegally. Now, of course, you could illegally, you know. <laughs> now, the police are immune to legality. They're, they're above the law. I see them speeding all the time. All the time. Or they'll, they'll break traffic rules just like that. Who cares? Huh? U-turn? No U-turn? Doesn't matter. Turn my hazard lights on, little flashers, woo, do the little U-turn. You know, almost cause an accident. <laughs> Fuck it. They're not there for the public safety. They do the U-turn and then they speed off to get to the Tim Hortons faster. And then they pick up their coffee. Like, what the hell, man? If a normal person did that, you bet your ass they'll be getting a pepper spray ball directly to their face. <laughs> like, it's, it's just mental. None of this makes sense to me, how backwards it is. Here's another thing. Uh, our speed limits here are like 50, usually. Everybody drives 60. It could be damn well safe to drive 70 in certain areas, but yet they're artificially set low so that the cops can come and give you tickets to fund themselves because they're quote-unquote underfunded. Or I don't know, maybe they just want more money. Maybe they want leather seats in their police cruisers. Who the hell knows? But if the public isn't funding them properly, there's a good reason for it. You know, if we live in a free market economy, like they say we do, which I don't think we do, and I'll get into that later, uh, the free market will adjust prices fairly, and they'll pay policemen fairly. You know, if, if we want a certain level of service from our police, we'll pay for that level of service, and we'll get what we pay for. Well, clearly the free market deems that these cops aren't doing a very good job, so they're underfunded. We don't give them enough funding. We don't give them enough money. And then we get shit service for it, <laughs> you know? And so then they go around and they try and amplify their funding by doing ridiculous things like just putting speed limits artificially low so they can pull people over. And then not only that, when someone's going 60, that cop will zoom out into the road, put everybody's lives in danger, just make this sharp right turn out of whatever hidey hole they're, they're in, you know, to ambush their prey. They'll zoom out, put the whole road in danger, speed going 
way over 50. I've seen cops doing like 100 in a 50 zone just to catch up to that evil, evil person that is really doing damage to society going 60 in a 50. Pull them over, stop on the side of the road, create this big obstruction, everybody's rubbernecking, huge danger to the public. I mean, I, I've seen accidents happen because of a cop pulling someone over and somebody rear-ends the cop, you know? Maybe you shouldn't do that for someone who's just going 60. Now I get it, if there's an extreme danger, somebody with a gun who's literally gunning people down, yeah, no problem. Speed, 120, I don't care. Because <laughs> the, the danger is greater than the risk you're taking to stop them. But this isn't the case, like 99.999% of the time. So it's bullshit. Our police, bullshit. What's next? Are firemen going to start fires just to put them out? Just to justify their existence? Because everything is pretty safe here. Fires are, are rare to happen. Yeah, Is that, is that what's going to happen next? Is it going to be like uh, Fahrenheit 451, where firemen cause fires, where they burn books down, where they burn buildings down. What the hell, man? Is that what's coming? Because I'm glad that at least our fire department is one of the last honest institutions left, where people love to be there. Every fireman I've ever met is just this bastion of honesty, and they love their jobs, they love what they Some of them even volunteer their time. They don't even get paid for it. They just do it out of the kindness, out of the love in their heart. Why can't we have more of that? Here's another one. Banking. I recently just had a shitty experience with my bank because uh, they sent me an email saying, Oh, Chris, we're so happy, we're so glad to change your account, to offer you this new account. Um, I don't know, just all this positive language around it. Like, we're so grateful for you doing business with us. We're so happy that we can give you this privilege of doing banking with us. What did they really do? They closed my student checking account, which used to be free, which used to give me unlimited transactions, unlimited e-transfers, no minimum balance required, no fee, and they gave me the privilege. They're so happy to give me the privilege of using their everyday checking account now, closing my old one and giving me this new account. They gave me this new account. It's wonderful. And guess what? Now there's a fee. 12 bucks a month. <laughs> I love that. It's $144 a year for the privilege of getting this brand new account. And there's only 25 transactions. Every transaction after that is $1. <laughs> so I'm giving you my money that you can then go invest and lend out at, you know, whatever the fuck you do. Give it to people with mortgages. Lend it out as mortgage, lend it out as business, jack all prices of housing up because now everybody has access to cheap money so they could bid up all the prices of all the businesses, of all the houses, of all the goods and services here. Price me out. So thank you. Thank you for that service, Banks. And they get to make money off of that. They collect their fees and their interest rates. And for that, I got to pay them more money. What the fuck, man? Holy shit. Banking is a scam too. What's going on, man? What's going on? It's not to mention the years and years that I listened to their financial advisors who are supposed to be in it for my best interest to make me money. All they were were salesmen in the end. They sold me a product <laughs> that made them commission 
that made the bank a whole lot of fees and commissions off of my money. And what did I make in return? Just barely over inflation? Really? Seriously? You're telling me, my financial advisor, who told me, yeah, yeah, this is the safest, this is the best investment. They didn't know what the fuck they were talking about at all. Once I did my own research and I realized, wow, there's a lot more risks here than they're leading on. I mean, one of the biggest hidden risks that I really had to dig for was, you know, did you know that the money you put in, into your investment account is not yours? It's underwritten in the bank's name. And all they do is promise you the privilege of getting your money back. But they could take that promise away, you know, in, in a really desperate systemic financial failure. Uh, they could just take your money to pay their liabilities, to pay off their own loans. It's their money. It's not your money anymore. They're holding it on your behalf. So if ever they face bankruptcy issues or, you know, some kind of insolvency issue, they could use your money to pay those things off first before some of their other assets need to be sold off. And they say, yeah, well, it's for your convenience because if we hold this money in our name, it makes it easier to trade on the open market. It makes it a lot cheaper to trade these shares because they're all pooled together. They're in one central location. It's easy for us to do the accounting. If we could trade these shares on the market, let's say I'm buying Tesla stock or whatever. Yeah, we could trade these shares on the market and it doesn't cost a lot. But if you want to hold it in your name, well, each transaction is going to cost $100. But if you hold it in our name, they're only 10 bucks. And in reality, internally, they're probably paying pennies to make these transactions. Because all you need to do is just send like a few ones and zeros over some fiber optic cable to some database that processes it automatically using some supercomputer in a bank. You know, so what is going on with this world? It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Why does everything have to be a lie? Why does everything have to be taking advantage of us? Man, man, oh man. Fuck, going back to the banking thing, because this just keeps pissing me off. It's like these banks are here to take care of our money, and all they do is make it worse for us. All they do is just make it worse for us. They make it harder. And I have to go and justify it in a roundabout way saying, well, you see, this is just the world teaching me, showing me a lesson that maybe I shouldn't trust so blindly. Maybe I should do my own research first. Maybe I should figure it out on my own, take responsibility for my own life. And then, then once I'm fully through with it myself and I love myself, then I can start loving others. So how can I love others if I don't love myself? How could I take care of others if I can't take care of myself? Why should I let other people take care of me? That's not fair. That's a burden on them. It's not expected. It's not something I'm owed. It's something I should earn. But why the fuck do I have to learn that lesson in such a roundabout way? It just pisses me off, man. It pisses me off. You know, it's true. It's true that all those lessons I just... Like, explain they're all true, but, oh man, does it have to be done in such a bullshit way? God damn it. Man, it's like 1984. Fuck. George Orwell's 1984, it's all coming true. We're being spied on through our cameras. Right here, this little thing here. 
spying on me. <laughs> I mean, I'm willingly doing it right now, but like, I'm being spied on. Somebody somewhere in the NSA is listening to this. Even before I post it onto YouTube. It was just available. And they call it the Department of Defense. The Department of Peace. And what do they do? They go out on the offense. They don't defend anyone. They go and they offend people. They go and break laws. They go and literally cause wars in other countries. They call it the Department of Defense. Yeah, well, we're defending Homeland Security by causing wars elsewhere. And then those wars come back to bite us in the ass because everyone's upset. And then terrorism is a problem. And then there's economic sanctions. And then there's economic wars. And, you know, we get into political fights with other countries that used to be allies. And all of it comes back to bite us in the ass because we dared to call it Department of Defense. And boom, there you go. There's the fire. There's the metaphorical fire department setting a fire in another country. The fire spreads to our country. And now we have reason to increase government spending, to increase the size of our government, to increase government power to put out that fire that we caused. So what kind of justification is that? Why should I give my government more of my tax dollars? Why should I give them more power over society and over my life? Why should I make them more authoritarian? To put out the fires they, they started, you know? No, what the fuck? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Department of Education. And it's one of the biggest, you know, perpetrators of propaganda in the known world. Now, I'm not talking about Canada. I'm talking about the United States. But, you know, they're, they're just next door for all intents and purposes. If you live in Canada, you basically live in the USA. You're right next door. Canada just adopts the same political policies, economic policies as the, as the USA does. If we dare disagree, you know, we're going to get punished for it because we got to obey our masters. They'll come after us. You know, if we're not allies, we're enemies. That's how it is in today's world. There's nothing in between. You can't disagree. You're either with us or you're against us. <sighs> Damn. Feels good to get off that. All of that off my chest. I'm sorry if this is a more rambly episode. I'm sorry if I <laughs> offended anyone. I didn't mean to offend anyone, but if you want to get offended, whatever, get offended. Too bad. <laughs> I just need to get all that crap off my chest. Man, it's just propaganda backwards. Everything is like has double meaning to it. I mean, like I said, Department of Finance in charge of taking care of our economic freedoms and our, our financial stability, and they basically destroy the value of our dollar. By printing and printing it and handing it out to people like it's free money, and then it devalues the worth of all of our currency through inflation. So it makes everybody worse off. It, like, just <clears throat> shit like that pisses me off. <sighs> All right, all right. I'm gonna find a way to deal with this, and yeah, take a deep breath. Figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll probably see you tomorrow, unless I'm still pissed off. And then who knows? If I'm still pissed off, I'll probably just make another 
ranty video where everything is going to shit and everything is backwards. So yeah, I'll see you all next time. Screw it. I'm going to do another bonus round. Just spewing off things that are completely backwards because I took a few deep breaths, went downstairs, ate some breakfast, rewatched the video I just rambled about. Maybe, hopefully, I was hoping to see it all again, hear it all again, and just quell my nerves a bit, but it just fired me up again some more. So I don't give a shit. I'm going to ramble on for God knows how long. Starting with healthcare. We have doctors who prescribe medicine that kills people. It's supposed to make them feel better. It makes them feel worse and they commit suicide or they get sicker and they die. My God. <laughs> it's just, uh, what, what more can I do? And then just laugh because it sounds, it's, it's so absurd. It's almost comedic. Our, our whole crisis, the whole thing about like heroin abuse and opiate abuse, it became a big thing when doctors tried treating it by prescribing more of the drug that was hurting people in the first place. The doctors, the institution of healthcare that we trusted, let us down. Man, the doctors went to school to try and help people. The school taught them the wrong shit. It got corrupted by special interests. So doctors basically became salesmen for the healthcare industry, which is really the pharmaceutical industry, which is really just a giant drug monopoly, a giant drug mafia. You know, because what do they do? They go and they lobby government to pass laws and regulations, making it so prohibitively expensive to compete with them. It's impossible. Can I start up a little uh, biopharmaceutical startup to try and compete with the big pharma? No way. Impossible. It would take me 10, 20, 30 years to go through all the regulatory barriers, go through all the testing and trials, just to maybe get the chance of getting one pill onto the market. And by the time it goes through all of that, it's no different than all the other pills, because they're not going to scientifically accept some sort of alternative medicine. Now, I'm not talking about the hocus-pocus you know, crystals or... or some bullshit snake oil. No, I'm talking about like real medicine. It'll just be co-opted straight back into the same garbage that they're pushing. And not only that, it'll cost me a billion dollars to do so. Where the hell am I supposed to get a billion dollars? I don't have a billion dollars. You expect me to go get all of these investors to try and fund my startup, I, I have to raise a billion dollars just to have a chance of competing and then go through the 10, 20, 30 year process. Not only that, you know, those investors have their own interests in mind. They want to make their money back. You think they're going to take risks to try and discover new medicine, medicine that actually works? 
Because you have to take risks. You have to look places that nobody has ever looked before. To discover something new, you've got to go into those dark caverns. And most of the time, you're going to find nothing but more darkness. You won't find it. It takes a long time to find it. 10, 20, 30 years. But not forced. This isn't like forcing people to jump through hoops for 10, 20, 30 years. This is like hard work day in, day out. Researching. Trying new things. Exploring. Trying to be creative. Too much of a risk for a lot of these investors. So that's why you don't see many new biotech startups that actually succeed in being something that our current system is not. Something better than our current system. Because the system has set in place all of these walls to prohibit that kind of innovation, to prohibit any kind of competition, taking a slice of their pie, maybe actually finding a cure to something rather than just a perpetual treatment that, in all honesty, keeps that person sick, keeps them down so they can keep shoving medicine down their throat, keep them as a paying customer, a recurring paying customer, rather than healing them rather than making them better. So what the fuck is going on with healthcare? What the hell is going on? Our doctors are prescribing poison to people to try to heal them <laughs> and it just makes them sicker. If you're in pain, what do you get? You get pain medicine. It dulls the pain. It makes it go away. But it's only temporary. And you get addicted to it. It's addictive. And then the pain comes back stronger than ever. So what do you do? Now you're in even more pain than you were before. Well, obviously increase the dosage. Okay, cool. Pain is numbed for a bit more. You've papered it over. And then the pain comes back even stronger. And now you're even more addicted. Now you're starting to suffer from symptoms, withdrawal symptoms. Shaking, fever, nausea, vomiting, weakness, blackouts, all sorts of horrible side effects. And the solution is to prescribe more of the same medicine. Say that word and I don't even believe it anymore. The same shit that caused the problem. The same opiates, the same barbiturates, the same whatever the fuck they're giving these days. When, in all honesty, you know, maybe just smoking a little bit of a, a joint, some marijuana, that would solve all your problems immediately. And, but, you know, even that has its problems. I'm not saying it's a solution to all problems. You can get addicted to that shit just as easily as you can get addicted to heroin and opiates. But they're alternative medicines that seem to work a lot better and they're just cancelled. I think for the sake of fucking greed and and enslavement of society. Oh, Jesus, man. Wow. So yeah, there's self-care. I already talked about the finance world. But man, this one really, really gets me because our whole world runs on money. So it's like the primary tool of fucking people over. You know, I already said how the banks screw over and over by literally, <laughs> they take your money, they give it to someone else, 
and then they get a piece of that money. Like, why can't I just give my money to someone else directly? It's almost illegal to do that if you do it in the wrong way. You've got to do all of these regulatory things. You know, they want to make sure you're not laundering money. They want to make sure you're not funding criminal activity. Yada, yada, yada. Keep the competition out. I can't give my money to someone else directly. I have to give it to them through a bank. And the bank will loan out the money I gave, collect their interest payments. I don't get much in return. You know, for some accounts, I get... 0.5%, 0.25% interest on my high interest savings account. What a joke. But for my checking account, I pay. I pay for that now. So I'm paying the bank to loan out my money. So the bank can collect the profit on the money they loaned out. And then by loaning out all of this money, like I said, prices go up for everybody because now everybody has access to cheap money. If I've got 3000 extra dollars, the 3000 extra dollars I can spend... 3000 extra dollars, pushing prices up, bidding prices up, because free market's really just a giant auction where we go and we pay for things using our money. Uh, it's kind of like, like you're bidding or you're, you're voting on prices. If the price is too high, you don't buy the item. If the price is too low, you buy a lot of it. So it incentivizes people or incentivizes the businesses to produce more of those things. Or raise prices if there's a lack of supply to ration things out in a fair way, you know. But none of those rules apply anymore because we have all these regulations. I feel like I'm just getting lost and less and less coherent. Man. But I'm going to truck through it. I'm going to keep going because this is just, just absolutely destroying my mind right now. Um, uh, I'm too far gone already. I just got to let it all out. Got to talk. I don't care if this makes me sound crazy. It's just a way for me to get it all out. You can do it your way. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to your therapist. My therapist, I don't even have one. No, but no one wants to listen to me. I try and say these problems to some of my friends and family, and they just say, Oh, Chris, you're so negative. Do I really seem like a negative person to you? I mean, look at all my other videos. They're all focused around positivity. So I say one negative thing, and I get bullshit. See, everything from top to bottom, man, in my life, seems backwards. Can't even talk to my parents sometimes about issues I'm having. Man. And then the help they try and give me feels like it just ends up hurting me. Fuck. You know, like, man, I've, I've got a lot of fears, just like everyone else. <clears throat> we all struggle through problems. We all struggle through periods of depression, periods of mania, periods of whatever. It's, it's natural. It's human. And then people tell you, like, no, you've got to repress those. You've got to act normal all the time. You've got to be composed and cool. Can't lose your cool. Can't do that. And if you do... You prescribe medication for it to try and dull your mind, try and dull your creativity, dull your feelings that are perfectly valid to feel. Man. And you see, look, 
I'm starting to feel better now. I let all of that shit out. I said a bunch of weird things. <laughs> I'll probably look back on them and I'll laugh. Because they're just so absurd that they're comedic. It's like the release valve, you know? You gotta blow off some steam sometimes. This is my way of blowing off that steam. You gotta open up. We build all these walls around everything. Walls around our houses. Walls around our hearts. Try and keep stuff in. We say it's to keep stuff out. It's to keep pain out. It's to keep, you know, the roof over my head is to keep the rain out. Keep the pain out. But all it does is keep the pain in. You gotta open up sometimes. Open, open that door. Open that release valve. Let some steam out. No problem. Yell into a camera like I'm doing. <laughs> Yell into a pillow. Yell outside. You know, who cares if people look at you like you're a crazy madman yelling? Maybe we should all yell. Maybe it would actually help society to get all of this deep-rooted pain and emotion out. I don't know. It's just an idea. You don't actually have to do it. <laughs> I'm not telling people to go yell out their windows for no reason. Do it if you need to do it. But if you don't, don't do it, you know? Jeez, I'm, I'm still lost. I'm still getting lost in my thought. It's going to take a while for me to deal with all of this. And maybe I just have to take a break and take my mind off of it for a bit and come back later. Because, like, I've gone another 13, 14 minutes discussing the same shit. How I don't trust anything. How I have problems with all of society, all of culture, how I think I'm being enslaved and, you know, taken advantage of by everything and everyone. And I know it's not true. I know that's not the case. I know that there's good intentions in all of this. Everybody does what they deem is right. And, you know, a lot of these programs, a lot of these medicines, the doctors, the researchers, the bankers, whoever, everyone, everyone is literally doing what they think is best. It's just so sad and sometimes very upsetting seeing the unintended consequences of it all and how it ends up hurting the people it was designed to help in the first place. And so... <laughs> Maybe we gotta rethink some things. Maybe we gotta start anew in some senses, or knock some things down, knock some things over to rebuild in the right way. Maybe we've gotta face our failures. Say, wow, doctors really failed us, and we're gonna go through a time where People start believing in crazy medicines like crystals and, and snake oils and all that junk, which in all likelihood probably doesn't work. Or maybe it does. Maybe it does work. Maybe the placebo effect is stronger than we could have ever believed. And maybe all that stuff does work and we got to rethink that too. But it's just... Yeah.
All right, yeah, I'm gonna cut it here because uh, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know anymore. I feel like I'm just rambling. This is gonna be one of the uglier episodes. I don't care. There's gonna be shitty episodes to contrast the good episodes too, right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs>